and welcome to Veterans Get After It podcast, where I give military men and women the tools to feel less overwhelmed, more connected, and motivated to get after the life they want. If you want to know how to use the power of coaching and get after what's possible, then this place is for you. I'm your host, Wendy Ray, Army veteran and certified life coach. Let's get after it. Hello, my military community, and welcome to another episode I cannot believe this is episode number five already. Super, super excited and even more so because we did receive another review and this review is from Rocio and this is what she had to say. This is an awesome podcast to listen to. I love all the positive energy that I get from listening to this. Definitely want to listen to more. Yes, Rocio, you'll be listening to more because I will be here every Wednesday sharing with you all the tools that you need to not only improve your mental health, but also improve your emotional well-being. That's what I'm here for. And thank you so much for taking one minute out of your precious time, Rocio, for sharing that with me. Again, this is going to continue to drive and push me and motivate me to continue to be here and show up. So let's get started. And first, I want to start off by asking you guys, how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling? I think that's a better question. How are you feeling today? Because today I want to share with you all how to own your anxiety. And this is what I mean. Owning your anxiety pretty much means being aware or acknowledging that something feels a certain way. So being aware of your anxiety and acknowledging how you feel anxious. So acknowledging your anxiety that you are feeling in that moment And most of the times, we feel anxious ahead of time. So, for example, I knew I had an appointment this week to go in and get an MRI at the VA. And I felt myself getting anxious the night before. Why? Because I don't do well in confined spaces. So I've considered myself, again, self-diagnosed, claustrophobic, just a little claustrophobic because when I am in confined spaces, I get a little anxious, right? And I kind of feel like I need to just escape and I need some space and I just need to just run out of wherever that small confined space may be. For any of you that understand how that feels, you will definitely relate to this and highly recommend that you continue to listen to this episode because again I don't do well with small spaces and I knew I had an appointment to a VA appointment to go get an MRI so the night before I started to get a little anxious kind of plan my visit to that MRI and the first thing that I told myself was I cannot drink coffee before going to this appointment because when I drink coffee like everyone else once they're caffeinated they get a little energy and um, possibly just don't want to sit still or you know for me I kind of feel like I get more anxious if I need to be in one area where I can't move much right in an MRI once you go in to the actual machine they tell you to not move or to keep your um, body as relaxed and calm and just um, they don't want you to 
pretty much move around, right? So didn't drink coffee. Well, I didn't plan to drink on coffee, to drinking coffee the next day. So I didn't, but that night I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to go ahead and go to sleep, wake up and go to my appointment and it's going to go okay. It's going to go well. I'm going to be fine. So I go to my appointment at the time that I had to be there and everything was fine. I had done some thought work on the drive there. And even most importantly, I had prayed that morning because I am a Christian. I am a woman of God. So I prayed that morning on my way to the VA, to my appointment. And I felt really good. I was ready. I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be fine. I'm going to be well. And right as I was waiting for uh, my appointment in the waiting room, I did a little bit of thought work. I kept telling myself that it was going to be okay. I already knew that I was going to feel a little anxious and that was fine. I just needed to identify it. And what really was causing that feeling was me thinking of what if I have to be there longer than 10 minutes, right? Like I didn't want to be in there longer than 10 minutes because in my mind that was very long already. So I get into the actual MRI room and the first thing she tells me is that it's going to be a 30 minute um, MRI testing that they're going to do. And she's telling me all the, you know, protocol and, and what the steps will be. But I really literally felt um, like everything else tuned out. And I immediately went into my, um, I don't want to say panic because I didn't panic. I just kind of zoned out and I, I felt myself getting anxious. I started feeling my hands um, shake a little. I just kept moving my fingers um, and I just felt a little anxious. And I think she noticed it because she immediately asked me, she's like, do you think you're going to be okay? It's going to be 30 minutes. You're going to be in there. Everything's fine. I've got you. And, you know, I can give you a towel to go over your eyes. And um, we're going to give you some headphones. We're going to play some music. You're going to be calm. You can even take a nap. It is going to be a little loud in there, but you'll be fine. She kept reassuring. And while she's talking to me, all I can hear in my own head are my thoughts getting louder and louder and louder. And I could also hear my heart beating. So all of this is happening as I'm getting situated. She's bringing me the headphones. I'm putting the towel over my face. And here I am now freaking out. I, my, my feet were just moving all over the place. And she's like, hey, Mrs. Ray, are you okay? Do you want to take a minute? Do you need a moment? And I'm like, yes, I do need a moment. And I had my mask on, so I was like talking a little louder because I wanted to make sure that she could hear me. Um, because again, the machine, I guess, was kind of on or not sure how the MRI machines work, but there was um, the noise. Like I could hear some noise from the machine. And this is me while I'm like laying down and trying to get back up to tell her that I do need a minute before she pushes the button or goes to the back to push the button. But she's like, no, 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 take as long as you want and I'll be right here and we'll just get started when you're ready. So you guys, I immediately again went into 
my windy slash life coach mode. But most importantly, you guys, I went back to um, my belief in God, my belief and trust in God. So I went back to Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven. I don't have this memorized, by the way, but I know what that verse means. And I immediately did that. So for those of you that haven't read this um, chapter or these specific verses, I'm going to read them out loud now. And this is, again, Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So you guys... When I mean I had to really go back and remember this verse to not be anxious and ask them to help me in that moment because that's what it means to ask them. So instead of worrying and being anxious, I wanted to ask and pray to God about helping me feel better or help me relax, right? And when I did that, I immediately did feel peace because I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? the worst that can happen is that I don't take this MRI and they have to put me to sleep. Like that's the immediate thing that went into my mind. So I'm like, okay, so I don't want to do that because I just don't want to waste my time here. I want to get this over with. So when I went back to the verses, I, you know, prayed for a couple of seconds. I asked God to please help me, help me own my anxiety because it's just a feeling, right? I was like, God, please help me just own this. I'm scared. Yes, I'm scared, but I know that you've got me. I know that you got me, God. So I'm here. I'm going to own my anxiety and I'm going to overcome it today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen to that. So I did that. And you guys, like I've said before, regardless of what your spiritual foundation may be, for me, it's my belief and trust in God. His word is what I believe. And by having that in my mind, by having some of these verses already in my mind, it helps me relax. It gives me this feeling of sometimes neutrality or peace. I just feel a little better, right? So this is what I mean about owning your anxiety, acknowledging that it's there, right? We can't really outrun it because it's a feeling. It's a feeling in your body. And this is what I want you to understand today, that you can overcome your anxiety. But before you do that, you have to own it. You have to acknowledge it. You have to accept it. Because remember, it's really coming from what you're thinking, right? Like, what is it that you're thinking in the moment? Because for me, it's always when, it, when I'm in a tiny space or in a confined space, it's always, oh my gosh, I'm going to get stuck. How am I going to get out of here? Like, my mind immediately that part of my brain immediately goes into survival mode. How are we going to get out of this? So again, for me in that moment was, okay, I cannot get stuck here. I asked the lady, the technician, I'm like, hey, you know, what, can I get stuck in this MRI machine? She's like, no, it's impossible. We, you know, we've, we've got you pretty much. So I was like, oh, okay, great. So again, I 
told her I'm ready, took a deep breath. I immediately allowed my anxiety. I was like, okay, I acknowledge that you're here. Mrs. Anxiety and let's do this. I'm going to go ahead and one, continue believing that one, God is taking care of me. Two, I can manage my mind. I can manage my thinking. I have the ability to do that. And I can create the feeling that I want now to help me get through this, right? And all that I wanted was just to calm myself down. So what I was what I continued to think was that I can do this. I'm owning it. First, it was I'm owning it. I can do this. And let's get it over with, right? And I really calmed down and she got me into the machine. And every 10 minutes or so, I would go back to the basics. I would go back to my thoughts. I would go back to this is, you know, nothing can really happen here. I can do this, right? And where do I feel this anxiety? And this is what happens when we don't own our anxiety, you guys. Like, your thoughts get louder and louder and louder and louder. And when you can't really calm or quiet that noise, you will feel your anxiety is stronger within your body. So when I mean owning your anxiety, I don't mean that you don't feel it anymore. It just means that you're aware of it and that you're opening the door to that anxiety instead of keeping it shut. Because when we don't own it, we're pretty much like ignoring the anxiety, right? Like for those of you that have kids, if your child is asking you for a piece of candy and you ignore them, I can assure you that child is only going to get louder and louder and louder and more persistent by asking you a hundred more times, right? So when you acknowledge the child or your child and, and ask, you know, well, what is it that you want? Piece of candy. Okay. And you say, yay or nay, then you can already kind of quiet the noise, right? Like you no longer have to listen to them a hundred more times because you have already acknowledged them. And you're like, no, you can't have another piece of candy because you already had one, right? So again, that's what I mean about owning your anxiety, acknowledging that the anxiety, the feeling is there and opening the door to it. And most importantly, with the foundation of your spiritual belief, for me, it's my belief in God and the word, whatever it may be, go with that, run with that. And I promise you, you are only going to get better and it will only get better. So regardless of what experience you think may be causing that anxiety, either going on a jump or even just going and getting an MRI done or going to the field, going to the promotion board, whatever experience you think you can think of that creates that anxiety, this is what's true. It's not the actual experience itself. It's the thought about that experience that's causing all that anxiety. Because remember, what anxiety really is, it's a feeling of worry, of unease, right? Like it's a feeling that you create by the thoughts that you have about that certain circumstance. So for the most part, it's an uncertain outcome that is creating that anxiety, right? So for me, it was possibly getting stuck in that MRI machine. For you, maybe, you know, how will my jump be? Will I get hurt? Or for some of you that are going to a promotion board, 
Will I get really nervous? Am I going to be able to get promoted and, and pass this promotion board, right? Or if you're transitioning, how what, what thoughts are you having that are creating that anxiety for your transition? Whatever it may be, whatever experience it may be, this is what I want you to know today. It's not the actual experience or circumstance itself. What really is creating that anxiety is really all the thoughts that you're having about that experience, right? Like that unknown, that uncertain outcome. So let's start owning our anxiety. We have to start owning it. And by that, I mean welcoming that feeling, right? Acknowledging that the anxiety is there because of what you're thinking, right? When we can acknowledge and really be aware of the feeling, which for the most part is anxiety, right? Then we're owning it. And remember, it's not going to feel pleasant. And in order for you to start feeling better is for you to start owning it. It's so much better than trying to resist it and close the door, right? To anxiety. So let's open the door and allow it to just be within our body, like feel what that feels like in your body. And I promise you, owning it is so much better than trying to resist it. Like I said, so own it. And remember, it's not the experience. It's not the experience. It's really the thoughts that you have about that experience. All right, my friend, thank you so much for listening in today. And I hope this episode will help you and get you a step closer to owning your anxiety and really just acknowledging that feeling that you have within your body. And most importantly, acknowledging what thoughts you're having about that experience. All right, you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And if you're ready to start owning and overcoming your anxiety, schedule a free session with me and I can help you. Go to wendyray.com forward slash free session. The link will also be in the show notes. All right, you guys, that's all that I have for you today. And I'll see you guys next week. Let's get after it. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. And before you go, I'd love to ask you to take a minute to hit that subscribe button and leave a quick review. And if you're feeling generous, you can include a comment with something that you love about the podcast, and I'll choose a few to include in shout outs in upcoming episodes. Thanks again for joining me and let's get after it.